Stress forces us to hyper-focus on problems and leaves us unable to take in new things, new perspectives, new solutions. But the fact is things can improve. Welcome to Business Profound, where our mission is to help leaders like you maximize your performance, both within yourself and in your team. If you're an executive who's ready to face the toughest challenges in the business world head on and learn how to overcome them successfully, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Karen Tax, a former computer programmer who has lived through the worst of corporate America, from crippling mistrust to straight up corruption. I've seen it all. And out of the ashes of that phoenix, I've since dedicated my life to guiding leaders and entire organizations through some of the worst drama and into their best selves. Most advice about burnout, even from professionals, is just a band-aid. And I'm going to tell you how to fix it permanently. Here's the one thing that people aren't talking about. Are you ready? It's called scarcity mindset. So stick with me to the end of the video and I'll explain to you exactly what it is and a bit about how you can get out of it. Hi, I'm Karen Tax, a holistic leadership coach with IMX. I help you make your work more meaningful and profitable at the same time. So now that we know that the root cause of burnout is a scarcity mindset, what is it and why does it happen? In our culture, in our society, a scarcity mindset is the belief that we're never doing enough. We never have enough, we never are enough. It keeps us on a hamster wheel of unnecessary stress that's impossible to get off unless you're able to shift your thinking. Burnout happens over a long period of repeated stress. And even if it's small, it can become like Chinese water torture, causing just a bit of tiredness and then gradually more until exhaustion finally creeps in. Stress forces us to hyper-focus on problems and leaves us unable to take in new things, new perspectives, new solutions. But the fact is things can improve. The first shift needed is to rest and restore. You can't give all the time. You need to take in as well. You can think about it like this. A bank account that has more withdrawals than deposits is naturally going to run out. The second shift is even more important. Everything that you do can 
and should be energizing. Let me tell you the story of a client that I worked with who, probably like you, started off bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and grew to a lot of success and then over time burnt out. I helped her recover from it. It's a story in three parts. So here's part one. My client was a mom. After years of raising a young family, she was ready to re-enter the workforce, but she wanted to take on work that would allow her to make a difference in the world. Specifically, she wanted to be a lawyer. Well, she already was a lawyer and she wanted to help create fairness in the workplace. So she went out on a job search, but nobody would hire her. People told her no in so many different ways. She'd been out of the workforce too long or she couldn't do it. She didn't fit the mold, but she didn't give up. So she found an expert who was well known in her field and in fact modeled who she wanted to be. So she volunteered to work with this person. I can do this, was her attitude. My client ended up learning super fast and even started to do work on her own, branching outside of her relationship with her mentor. But then she got so much work, she needed help, which caused her to start her own business. So this takes us to part two, where now all of a sudden she found herself a business owner, very different from being a mom. At this point, her business grew to several employees and she was handling too much work. I need someone to work with me, to help me. So she hired a COO to optimize operations and it was great. He was so instrumental in building out procedures and systems that they desperately needed to smooth things out and in this business that was growing like a weed. But then conflict started between her and the COO. Their leadership styles clashed and there was a power struggle. She wanted a participative style of leadership that empowered people, which was how she had always run the business. But he, the COO, wanted a more command and control style, and he wanted to change things drastically. He was pushy and hid information, and he wanted to be kind of like a, a savior. And in doing so, he put her down. Now, it's important to remember her organization was in the business of getting people out of unhealthy dynamics. So she'd seen plenty of examples of abuses of power and she was crystal clear that she didn't want to bring any of that kind of dynamic into her own organization. Instead, she wanted to be an example of a healthy organization. 
So this leads us to part three, which is when I came in. And by this point, there was a whole lot of mess that needed to be cleaned up. Much of it was unaddressed conflict that had been brewing for quite a while. All of this unresolved conflict was exhausting my client. People said she disappeared and she wasn't able to fully lead. And, and at this point, she was bonafide burnt out. So I worked with both the CEO and the COO and took them through my course, Define Your True Self, which helped the CEO get clear about what she really wanted. And at the end of the course, she came to realize the unhealthy power dynamics that were going on between her and the COO and decided they were ultimately unresolvable. After he left, with the help of my executive coaching, she was finally able to reclaim her energy and started to recover from burnout. As a result, she came back into her own natural way of being with people and ultimately into her confidence. So the scarcity mindset of my client that led to burnout was, I'm not enough on my own. I have to be like the COO. After all, he's the expert, he knows best. But he was also someone who was enforcing power over other people. This was dragging everyone down. When she finally let go of that, scarcity-based belief, something magical happened. She realized she could instead trust her own instincts and invite others to be powerful with her. Now everyone was feeling uplifted because they could be strong together. This is such a, a great example of how scarcity thinking plays out. My client had clung to this belief that she had to do things a particular way in order to survive. But the moral of the story is this. Once she flipped her inner game and realized that there are indeed other ways she was able to turn things around completely and now she's engaged mindfully with her work so it's no longer draining her but energizing her she recovered from burnout so if you're ready to become someone who influences the situation rather than just react to it. I've put a whole lot of love and energy into an online course that guides you through that very process. Again, it's called Define Your True Self, and it's the foundation that I give to all of my clients who have gone on to become 
incredible holistic leaders. The Business Profound Podcast is hosted by Karen Tax. Check out our Define Your True Self course at imx.one to learn more about creating business profound success for yourself and your organization. This podcast is produced by me, Molly Yin, Sabrina Renee Kinkle, and IMX. On behalf of all of us, we thank you profoundly for listening.